I know it's just some type of Japanese, like, thank you. It might have been a game called, but I just ain't gonna lie, like, it's crafty. I like it. It's, it's, it's funky. Gotta be full culture. Culture yourself. Just <laughs> All right, whenever we're ready. Ladies and gentlemen, you have tapped into another episode of MI Healings. The only podcast dedicated to to rehabilitation of our black minds through dialogue through dialogue that allow our wounds to heal. Today we're talking about Dr. Antoinette Bailey. If you have not heard the story, you're gonna hear it tonight for the first time. Uh Dr. Antoinette Bailey worked at Lincoln University, Missouri, not to be mistaken with the uh HBCU. Lincoln University in Philly, I believe. Y'all got a Lincoln out in Philly? Yes, it was Oscar, like 30 minutes away from um, yeah, Philly. So, yeah, but not that one. I thought it was that one, too, but no. Yeah, then they said they're not affiliated. So, uh, Dr. Antoinette Bailey held a position um, at the school, only worked there for nine months. Um, at the end of her tenure, she ended up getting terminated. We'll go, through the, we'll go into those details. Uh, but on January 8th, 2024, after she wrote another letter back to the dean or the president of the university, she ended up committing suicide. Mm. Black Daniels, bring us in, my brother. All right, um, I'm still being briefed, honestly, on this story. But my first thought when I heard when I heard initially just all of that, all that information that you just spoke on, I'm like, something ain't right though. She left a long enough paper trail to show, and I, I pray that some bigger, bigger than that. But there's there's something bigger afoot that's fucked up for her to a woman. Be that prominent in that position and seem to be deemed as being successful to go from that to committed suicide. Mm-hmm. The dots don't connect. It doesn't make sense at all. At all. So trying to get a correction on what her uh position was at the at the college. Let's see if I can find it right quick. But Dr. Bailey was um like I said, only worked at the university for about nine months and during her tenure she never got reprimanded for anything. Um, but she was going through a few things. She said she was being bullied. Uh three other doctorate scholars at that university that worked as professors were terminated. Um Yo, she even ended up sending an email the day that she um, committed the act. Committed the act. I don't even want to say. I don't even want to. When she committed the act, sent the email giving off straight facts. We talking about police reports. Oh, We're wow. talking about. Um, yeah, I just found out she listed about three or four different police reports that'll verify what she's talking about. Mm. Um, on Roland Martin's show. There was even a guy 
that worked with her they kind of put a confirmation on some of the things that were taking place in the workplace they said that this particular individual the president of the university uh, didn't know how to talk to people didn't know how to address people um wasn't effectively leading staff in the right direction um and it was causing turmoil within the workplace uh she even put out she even signed up for paperwork for fmla and was denied <laughs> told them that she was having a mental health crisis and she just needed some time away and they denied her to lead up to termination here's the crazy part so on November 15th of 2023, she got her evaluation back and she made a 36 out of a hundred. Her score was a 36. 36. She wrote down in the email that this made her feel like um, that she wasn't even, that she didn't have a pulse while she was working. She was just a body. She made no impact um at the university is what they're telling her by this evaluation but yeah. her, her her email said she was working late nights uh working on vacation sending emails at two o'clock to the point where the school president even had to tell her yeah can you send those um emails um i think there's a feature on your email where you can delay the message to come out at a certain time was telling yeah. her to do that because she was up at all times in the nights in the morning sending emails. Now, after um, Dr. Bailey did what she did, the board of the school responded back. They actually responded back before she she offed herself um, and pretty much said that there was no evidence of her being bullied um, they're oh. not going to do anything about the president. Didn't and they he step down? He stepped down. Oh, he eventually stepped down. I thought that he was on administrative leave and didn't step down. Oh, administrative leave? No, I, I thought possibly. I, I thought I read that he stepped down. If I'm not mistaken, I thought I read that too, but I didn't know if uh, you know how they do. They're looking for administrative oh, leave, yeah. pending investigation, but possibly reinstate. You know, right. The whole board need to step down. So let me read an email that they sent her in response to uh, asking for help, in response to asking for an investigation, in response to some of the evidence that she had. It says, the investigator determined that you have taken no responsibility for the poor, poor work that you have done since your arrival at the university and have set yourself against this is the president dr mosley believing he is the problem and that it is his responsibility to provide you with accountable actions or uh, excuse me accountable items to make you feel better in your position as vice president of student affairs i don't fucking email is that huh. <laughs> So, so, so I got a 36 on my evaluation, right? She says she's never been reprimanded. She even wrote in an email, if you felt that I was performing so badly, why didn't you give me opportunity to be coached? I was never coached. I was just straight terminated. Right. She right. says she was never made aware of her poor work performance, but for the board 
to come and send an email and said that you didn't take account. No, y'all didn't take accountability for what was happening and taking place in this workplace, according to a couple of other uh, workers, too. Yeah, they were being bullied, weren't being treated right. The concerns weren't that were raised weren't being looked at and addressed. It sounds like they're covering up for bullying. It sounds like they're covering up. It sounds like an ongoing culture in the workplace, especially on the university level like that. That's always been there. That's what it sounds like. And she, that's, when, that's the point I was making like myself. So it's an ongoing culture of just of superiority and just bullying and, and, and tenureship. But I'm quite sure if you go to other college professors, either PWIs or HBCUs, and have conversations with them, they'll tell you the same thing. Like, that shit's cut though. You wouldn't think the world of education is. It, like a motherfucker, it is. Some of those, some of those jobs are paying real well. I don't Real well on a university level to where basically you just, you're a professor, you're teaching for a you're able to make good things. Yeah. It's teaching. So that culture's been I've I've heard some professors talk about it. I've even seen a bit myself. But that culture's always been there. Well, I'll tell you this, what what I'm reading right now, uh, uh especially ABC News, uh they said uh that, I mean, you was right, Cam. Uh, pretty much, they said they're going to bring in a third-party expert to uh, to review the potential uh, personnel issues and concerns recently raised regarding compliance with the university's established policies and procedures. After reading that statement that you just read, uh, Mosley, the guy, uh, volunteered to be on place leave, administrative leave while the review is being conducted by the board of curators. So that that it doesn't necessarily the, the problem I got with this whole story is that it's already hard enough for us to be progressive and and, and a societal norm which is abnormal uh, when it comes to trying to elevate ourselves as black people in a world of white culture, if you will. So the fact that we are finding ourselves in our specific element and then still have to turn to a head poncho that is not us, that makes the decisions on the top, but while making those decisions, they distinctively want to bully, harass, and humiliate you while they're on that in the process. You knew this, you knew this woman may have had an issue or may not have had an issue, but you knew that harassing her would get her terminated. Harassing her would force her to leave and harassing her would uh, uh, force her, force her hand to move on to something else, either worse or better. Mm -hmm. But unfortunate, the fortunate thing is you harassed her to the point where death was inevitable to her, Mm. her in her mind. And that's a problem. And when are we going to come? Uh, when, when are we going to come to terms to the fact that uh, <laughs> bullying is not right? <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't get that. 
I don't understand why you think that everybody, I don't think, I don't understand why people think that everybody's built like Teflon. You can't bully every single person. The people are sensitive. People are emotional, especially nowadays are hyper emotional for Mm -hmm. a lot of little things. Normally, if someone's harassing you, back in the day, I'm pretty confident she would have stepped to him like, let me, let me pull back. All I'm saying is that in this situation, I don't understand why this individual decided to take it that far yeah. and to harass her and disrespect her and her leadership or in her job. If you knew that she wasn't doing well, you should have said something. If you knew she wasn't up to par with her job, you should have said something. If you knew that these were the issues, you should have said something instead of trying to humiliate her beat her down and cause more chaotic uh, issues within the workplace. None of that makes sense to me. And I'm so tired of people thinking that it's acceptable to be disrespectful, rude, and dis- and, and uh, dishonorable. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she died, is, is it says a lot about the, uh, the white man on top and don't know how to actually take control of a situation where it's quite easy to, to handle this type of uh, environment. But you you, you, you lost one. And yeah. now you you on paid leave, I'm pretty confident, after reading this bullshit. And you just laid back and chilling while the family of the deceased is in sorrow, sad, right, miserable. And mis- it just don't make sense to me. Right. Well, my other problem is human resources. When the fuck is human resources going to be a human resource? And no, this is not just... And this is not just in where she was working. It's other establishments that I worked in. The HR ain't did a damn thing. If they ain't catching, if they ain't catching you sleep or late, everything else just just goes on the wayside. Right, right. Because the relationship they established already, but then um, you know the department heads or others, and it's just kind of like, and it's just kind of like, let's keep it real, right? Um, it's kind of like, you know, we all know each other, but you know what I'm saying? Let's say we added a newcomer or whatever. We all know his credentials. I mean, we all know him. We can't paint, but his credentials prove, okay, he could be a fifth member. He'll never, he'll never quite grasp what we have. He's going to always feel left out. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You're going to tell him just enough. I mean, or, uh, or naturally you'll feel inclined to tell him his, just enough of uh, what you what you uh, want to tell him, but you ain't gonna just feel like open up, like you know, because you already established something here. That's what I'm saying. So, what you say? Be... Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? My my brother Rob, you froze for a second. What you say? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. No, I was saying. Um, I just think that uh, they already established a rapport and they already got, um, you know, kind of like secret handshakes or whatever, you know, they do. They just familiar with certain department heads and, you know what I mean? Usually someone high ranking like him is just like, I got you in my pocket kind of like, you know what I mean? Look out for me or look out for you, you know what I mean? Uh, I bring you quality employees, you get a little kickback. So, it's a relationship built over the years. So what you look like newcomer, because I mean, let's keep it real. When you go to these jobs, I mean, 
a lot of these new jobs, you start, you're a rookie. That's almost a bullying, a hazing within itself. Because, you know, yeah. um, you don't mean to. I mean, well, it's like kind of like fun and games, but you hold them accountable. Like, damn, like, you don't know that? And then you got to think back, like, damn, like, I guess you don't. You probably know it, but not our way of knowing it. You know, it's like, so you probably felt already, like, damn, new kid on the block. You know, I got a mouthpiece on me. I got a guard, my tongue, and I'm witty. I'm a black woman, and you know, I'm you know a, a doctor at that. You know, it's like, yo, you got you moving dangerous. So you know, they they're gonna do everything they can to break you. Mm-hmm. And I just hate that in this story. You know, uh, you know, they they feel like they won. You know, because they got her. It's like. I mean, we got you up out of here. We really got you up out of here. And I just hate to see that, you know, uh, within our community, man. So uh, hopefully our family, you know, don't don't let this up. And, and yeah. where, where's Ben Crump? I'm surprised he ain't made his uh, pants yet. Might just. He might just. Well, and, and, and I'm glad you actually said that because, um, you know, like the clicks at work. And you know, in the HR department and higher up, yeah, that's fine and dandy. But then it's gonna eventually, there's gonna be a, a situation or a case where all of that's gonna unfoil. So in this situation, yeah. if the if the alleged uh, occurrences that we're we're talking about are true, that's gonna open up a, a, a bunch of stuff in that HR department mm-hmm. and uh, and on a board and in the school period. Right. There's cool. no way that those things have been brought up and y'all just ignored it and they got to this point, especially, right? If y'all have a system in place that helps people when they're in a crisis, whether or, or, or not a crisis, where they just need family leave or medical leave, you mean to tell me that you have that in place and when she went to go use it, she couldn't use it? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. When are we going to give up or when are we going to stop being selfish? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's more like, when are we going to start being adults? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I absolutely. expect this from a child or a teenager. Yes. This is, this is period. That's little kid stuff. I mean, I really yeah. expect grown folk to be grown, but I guess, you know, everybody's brain development ain't the same. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But my whole thing is, and this is why a lot of these corporations, nonprofits, they need a third party system to come in there to be an HR department. Because when you run it yourself and you and you have the powers that be influence that department, you can do whatever you want. But let a third party come in there that that's not that's non biased. That actually runs that part of the show. That'd be able to actually look at policy and state to your president or to your leadership or to your directors, hey, you can't you can't negate the fact that this person needs a mental health day. Or this person needs time off. You can't negate those facts. But since they don't have that third-party system, you, by all means, have to deal with, yeah, what Rob said, people pretty much clicking up, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, being friends and, and getting away with things and having advantages and making sure others have disadvantages. That is, I don't, I don't see no win in a story like this. I see many stories uh, end in this particular way uh, negatively if, if people don't realize that 
you know, you can't treat a certain individual this way. Somebody's been living on this earth for 30 plus years. You think it's okay to to allow them to experience uh, humiliation, bullying, and disrespect of and disregard of life? That doesn't even make sense to me. Like you, you, you cannot put past me the same thought process as being a child on a courtyard being bullied as you can in a corner office. Y'all, people need to stop this. This is ridiculous. Hmm. You be, I, does everybody before they get a job need a psych evaluation? Absolutely. 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 Like, I, I feel like personally, once you get to a certain point of leadership, once you start trying to go from subordinate to leadership, I think everybody's going to have to start getting some type of some type of evaluation, not just job performance, some evaluation. Like, because this is getting ridiculous. Like, how do you yeah. handle? Well, how do you do well under pressure? Like, literally, how do you do well under pressure? How do we test that out? How do we? How do you? How are you a leader? How do we test that out mentally? How do we test these things out? Because it, at this point, what this shows to me is that there's 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 a, a, a lot of insanity and a sprinkle of racism to me and a sprinkle hmm. of sexism because you you did not give this woman a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what it says to me. And I don't know what uh, laws there are in Missouri or um, that prohibit a person uh, who, who's in need, say, anything related to mental health. And, and let's start with the the, um, the you know the ambassadors, kind of like the people who push the narratives with the Simone Biles. Uh, you know, I don't like the cat Ben Simmons, and uh, but you know other athletes coming forward saying like, "Yo, I'm under enormous pressure. I need time off, and you know, I know I got a. You know, I understand. I got a lot of expectations. A lot of people to." Um, I guess they look up to me and stuff like that. I'm feeling pressure. Um, I, I can't be strong anymore. I need to let go, but you know, without self-harm, just mental detox. But somebody coming to you like that in time of need, and then you deny them a time. I said, and you know, I'm like, and, and, and mental health definitely ties into just health. I mean, it's something that's out of these jobs are trying to adopt you know what i mean so like somebody comes forward to you and states that are you still denying what does that say about that company but i really want to dig into i guess the state's law on that were they in the right for, for denying her or was that kind of bias right there oh i don't i was it like you person... haven't been here long enough oh no yeah. you can't do that i don't think that's uh because uh mental mental health uh, especially if if you're having an episode or anxiety or you're clinically depressed, you, it's federal law that you have to get that person a day. Shouty had medical documentation and she federal law. Ew. And I don't mean to cut you off, Ron. It just it just throws me no, off. I was, that I was done. I was just, yeah, I was done. But I was just curious, like, cause I, what's that thing that people take? Uh, it's called um, what's that leave called when people take uh, medical? Uh, shit. FMLA? Yeah, FMLA. FMLA. Yeah, what is that say you have to be under 
what is that usually a year you gotta be on the job or six months so are they standing on yeah that is a year or but my thing is this is a crisis situation and we've seen at universities it goes down at these universities yeah. so the teacher is telling you mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's a problem and you're like nah but if she used to come back you know set it off queen latifah you know what i'm saying in the joint right i said now you incited an insurrection well not insurrection but you incited some uh mass chaos because she told you what it was she said i'm gonna hurt right. myself or others she didn't say you know but without saying it now 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 i don't know how true it is just speculation there was also speculation that the man went around and was telling people that she sent in an email saying that she was having a mental crisis that sound like bullying right there. That sound like motive, don't it? That sound like bullying, bro. Because people here, like, you can't help but hear. First of all, how many times have you ever been anywhere, you know, somebody's saying something to you or about you indirectly? Because it used to be, yo, what's going on, fam? How are you? To just get quiet yeah. when they're around you or stares when they're around you. Or, yo, what's up? Bring it in five. That is just, you know what I mean? So you know when the energy different and off without even hearing it. So probably somebody who said, hey, not for nothing, uh, you know what I'm saying? They, your name keep coming up in faculty meetings. You know what I mean? I thought you should know. You still there? Right. I froze like the wind. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Well, I tell you, that boy, he go in and then he just go out. So my man froze like, <laughs> my man froze like the wind. <laughs> but you know what's funny? You would think all this, uh, all these school shootings, because he brought up something. You thought all these school shootings, right? Uh, especially the most recent one that was in uh, December. Uh, that school shooting came up there or something like that. He didn't get the job or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like what's it, University of Nevada? Like, no, Las Vegas or something like that. It was remember. somewhere out there. It was somewhere out it, there. But he killed three faculty members. <laughs> he killed three faculty members. So you would think that that would have an uptick, but especially with all these school shootings uh, prior to that. It was what three last year, uh, four beforehand. It, all these daggone shooters, you would think that a board of administrators, uh, administrators would actually have some sense of sensibility, if you will, when it comes to when it comes to certain mental crises. Right. Like that. That's that's just that should have been just plain as obvious. Like we have a lot that we're dealing with. All these students that that come to these schools already getting bullied. Now we got administrators that are bullying administrators. That's crazy. That's crazy. You just you just feel well, not feel, but at a certain age, you you just it shouldn't. It's no nonsense, no nonsense, or it shouldn't be that type of thing going around because you kind of feel like adults should know how to function in a professional setting. Yeah, you would think. You would think. My brother, you froze like the wind. Nah, my phone. I, I didn't dig it. It was charging. It said. 
Temperature hot, cutting off. I said, no. <laughs> so I, had to, I had to put it on something cool real quick. I'm back. I just took it, took it on charging. Uh, the, mode, the, phone, yeah. the phone was like, well, you were spitting some hot knowledge. Yeah. Let me let me yeah, cool yeah, up. Yeah. Turn off on your yeah. ankles. Yeah, so that's different. But yeah, that's, that's all. I just feel like, um, yeah, you know, the energy off, she felt it. And, and I just hate that. I feel like, you know, internally as a cry for her because it's like, you know, you felt like she was being not heard and she's like, I'm, I'm taking it to the board and y'all still shut me down. You know what I mean? Who do I go above? And there's different avenues like EOC and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a process, but people feel like I'm a doctor. Why should I have to go through this? So, you know what I mean? Right. And so I, I never, wanna, uh, you know, criticize you know somebody's stance on, on how they handled it uh, obviously we all wanted a better outcome than what happened yeah. you know what i mean i just basically i just don't want her to have it done for nothing i, I feel like it, it should be you know civil unrest until you know we get as a people you know justice for her because that you know they yeah. ain't, ain't gonna take multiple l's like that, that makes me think like how many viewers or how many of us have dealt with, you know, abuse or bullying in, in the workplace or know somebody else that has, has dealt with something like that. And that, and that prompts me to ask, have y'all ever dealt with something like that? I mean, I, I, I offhand know a couple of people that should have got fired a long time ago for <laughs> all kind of crazy shit in the workplace. And it just seemed like H- it just seemed like at that point where I was working, there wasn't no HR department. Cause y'all just letting people do what they want to do. Yeah. You should, you still ain't. Hey, <laughs> talk about <laughs> Hell, that didn't change. I- <laughs> people do whatever you all want to. I personally, I've never, I personally never been bullied in the workplace, but I've had a, a lot of bully attempts. Oh, that yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you're supposed to do shit just to see if they can, like, see how far they can get. And you be like, all right, I'm going to see how far you're taking shit. And then, right, right when they about to just take it too far, like, hold up, nigga, it's a real nigga right here. And then you <laughs> chill out. Right. Calm down now. Dude. I'll let you just skate this far. I'm do not about people, to let you know real quick. Shit can get real dice. Do not understand that when you get to a certain age, you know what I'm saying? I'm, maybe I'm speaking for too many people, but at a certain age, you've dealt and you've seen a lot. And for you to think that you finna try me, bitch? Oh, oh you, you lost your, you, you have lost your mind. Yeah, you know, I be thinking that same shit, man. I, you know, you especially the uh the brother on first shift, uh the leader. Damn. I'll be like, see you you keep talking to me a certain way, we're gonna have a problem. I yeah. just you know, I didn't see niggas get murdered in front of you. You really know. think that I care about what you say about it? He should know. He should know. I just think something wrong with him because as many times as he try folks and they put him in check, he just it don't it don't register. Yeah, I, he gonna keep. Re- it's gonna register one day. When somebody put yeah. it, it's gonna register one day, but time will tell. But it's gonna register. So, man, because people don't like people, and it don't matter how 
big or how small you are, people do not like that type of energy. You keep giving them that type of energy, mm-hmm. they're gonna tell they're gonna show you one more than one way. Like, you know, I ain't the biggest dude nor the smallest dude in in, in my workplace, but I keep telling people, I keep telling I keep telling my folks. <laughs> Keep disrespecting me. I'm, you're going to get it back. Yeah. I, don't, I don't do bullying. I have zero tolerance for bullying. I have zero tolerance for, for that, that nonsensical bullshit. It's not part of me. I don't like I don't like when people do it to others. So when I see it, I do speak up. Yeah. My whole thing is that bullying is is just the, the, the most vile thing to do because it lets me know that you don't have a life, first and foremost. Absolutely. You know? You just don't have a life. Your existence is 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 un, is it's just uncanny how you're still living and breathing, and nobody's murked your ass yet. Like mm. it, it just it kills me when people think that they can just pick on others and go home and sleep at night. All right, you keep doing that because time will catch up with you. It will catch up with you. It may not be now, but it'll catch up. This is like when people sexually harass people. You don't think that shit gonna catch up? Yeah. Like stuff like that just is it, it just confuses me how you think you have this uh this superiority over somebody and think that you can get away with anything and everything. It's not physically possible. Time will catch up with you. That's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. And eventually you're gonna get bullied. Stop playing with Life has a way of teaching us lessons, right? So we, 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 like, like Noble said, you, you, you feel like you're gonna get away with something, or you feel like you don't keep repeating the same cycle over and over again. At some point, it comes to an end. It just, it just, it's how. Yeah. It's just when and how. Yep. Yep. I'm inclined to agree with, with, yeah, with Noble with. Just as far as bullying, man. Just in any sense, especially at our big ages. Like, why? Like, what reason would you have to just bully anybody? Like, you have a stream. Self-esteem must be extremely low, right? To know that you wake up in the morning, like the only way I'm gonna feel better about myself is if I below somebody. Right. Makes you feel lower than how I feel. That's the only justification I can understand for bullying, and even then, that's still fucked up. And then go to therapy, do some work, something now. Go to church, something now. Uh-oh, I, I, know I, what? I, 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 I do have a zero tolerance for bullying. And, and you know where bullying comes from? Uh, it's rooted in, in something that they lack. It's, it's a you know they're triggered by something. Really, it's you know, they're they're fighting something like, I ain't gonna lie to you. The bullies, you know what I mean, that I like you said, I, I like how you put that. Uh, uh attempts, you know, those on me rooted to you know, I got inside the head, right? And it's like, look at that, I countered you by getting inside of your head, which you tried to get into mine. And I said, you know, talk about family. And then they would talk about how you know, uh, dad was a drunk. They saw dad uh, beat on mom. They saw mom uh, then they die drug overdose. Um, all this sh- raw shit they had to, and you know, 
take on at such a young age. You know what I'm saying? And they don't know love. They can't interpret it. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, fuck everything that comes in my path. You know what I mean? And for people who, in my eyes, reflect someone who grew up in a nice household, grew up with some care about them, you know, obviously they're not lacking. They're in a decent place. Let me fuck a day happiness. Let me make them miserable like me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's rooted in something. And some people, it's a lifelong thing, but they live, they, they break you down. They break down your joy. You know what I mean? People got different, and it's not even so much the verbal, uh, but it's just the people just looking at you. Like, you know, like I come from a city where things is good for staring at you. Like, they won't say shit to you. They just look at you. No, you ain't from here. Even if you're from here, just like, you know, they're just straight up, like, stone face. Make you, you know, make you say, like, what's up? You all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good, you know. It's just, you know, like, but that's what it is. People are so used, they so used to checking temperatures. They're not used to having a temperature check. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's rooted in something, but, you know, it's because they're lacking what you have. You know what I mean? Dude probably wasn't a doctor, you know, like her. You know what I mean? Dude never could relate. He he probably felt, you know, like, damn, you know, let me, uh, the way she moving or the progress she made in nine months. Oh, could you imagine what she could do in years? She may very well try to take my seat. You know what I mean? She you know, so people feel threatened and, and by all attempts. They're going to do whatever it takes to, you know, to, to dethrone you, man. And, you know, it's just, so that's it. To me, I always say this, but the most dangerous person to be in America is an educated black person. So, you know, so, so, you know, you definitely, I, I would never say be careful with your words, but, you know what I mean? Just be, always know where you at. You know what I mean? And, 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 and you know, know your avenues and 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 and, and um, armor yourself and layer yourself for the protection of more knowledge to counter all the bullshit that could possibly come your way. You know what I mean? Make you like Teflon almost. And that shit, you know, stick to you. And oh, I earned my stripes. You want to come better than that? You know. You know what I think. I think if black people would, when they wake up, affirm who they are every morning yeah. before they leave the doorsteps, that nothing in this world would really influence negative behavior yeah. that they may uh, become induced to. I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, yeah, bullying is a big aspect of it, but it has a lot to do with self-confidence, too. Sure. Yeah. I really do personally believe that. And I do believe that people can hurt you and try to hurt you. But if you wake up every morning, and like I do, if you wake up every morning believing who you are to your core and knowing that you're coming out here to not fight with anybody, but be self-aware of who you are and what your surrounding neighbors do on a daily basis, nothing will harm you. Mm -hmm. Nothing will harm you. I personally believe that. But when you when you are focused 
are linear focus on one aspect of your life and you don't focus on the whole broad spectrum of your life, then something will always get in the midst of, of uh, some, someone will always find a chink in your armor. And that's, that's a problem within itself. So I think uh, it takes a lot of, 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 of focus and it takes a lot of being self-aware and who you are mm-hmm. to, to know that no matter what you say to me, you, you can't make me a doubter. You can't make me feel some type of way. No matter how you feel about me, I know what I feel. But people, they don't wake up with that type of confidence anymore. They don't. This mental health is is running rampant. It's just just negative feelings over and over and over again. People are not who they say they are. Mm -hmm. They they betray one way, and then they, when they get home, they act a whole different way. They 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 be they they think they're confident. They show that they're confident, but when they get home, they break down. They cry and they they feel like the world has has pushed them to 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 the better to the to the to the end. And I think. If you really know yourself, you will work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you work on yourself, you improve yourself. No one can really take your self improvement. No one can take that 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 inkling of a possible doubt that you may have and turn it around and use it against you if you're constantly building on yourself. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing that nowadays. Uh, I don't I don't know, and I don't and I'm not saying that she hasn't done that. Because I don't know her life. I don't know her life. But what I, I do notice is that when I work with people and I'm training people myself and I know and I see the doubt and I see the the the, the anxiety and the and the frustration, it lets me know that man, you got a lot of self improving to do. Mm-hmm. We all do. Mm-hmm. We all do nope. I mean not everybody's perfect, but let's get let's it's- try to get close to that. Is and it's not for you to exploit. It's for you to help. Exactly. I've I've, I've come to um. I mean, I've dealt with it before, but this experience that I've I've been dealing with this week, um, at my new job, right? I'm all about bringing people together, right? We're a team, and and what we do, everything we do, is with each other. We have to incorporate each other, and one of one of my coworkers said she doesn't know how to be patient and she has anxiety and she's talking to people crazy. And I'm like, yo, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got into it. Mm-hmm. She feel like I'm not listening to her. And I'm like, no, I'm listening. But let, let me ask you this. If you continue doing what you're doing and the other person is getting mad at you because you're talking to her crazy in your mind it doesn't make you want to okay let me let me let me come at this at a different angle yeah if you want certain results you talk to people different you treat mm-hmm. people different that's just life period as an adult as a person respect everybody that respects you just give respect that's it i agree i agree that's it. But we got people that exploit people's uh, uh, vulnerabilities, and it's is pure bullshit. Yeah, that that type I'm of stuff for that type of stuff can get you hurt. Like, <laughs> like it just it's just really what it is. I mean, I'm not saying that we all are going to have great days every single day of the week, but you know, 
there's going to be times where we fumble the ball, if you will. Um, but it's it's up to us to figure out how do we decipher what we've messed up or what we have proclaimed to be uh, a bad day. We can't just sit and and wallow in that in that in that negative behavior and then take it into the next day and then the next day and the next day and the next day. Now you're just building a habit out of it. And then when someone comes in that's new to your world, this person looks at you like, yo, whoa, let me step back because I didn't know you was built this way. You 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 got a you you have an attitude problem and that needs to be fixed and corrected because that's not because that's not how we work over here. Mm-hmm. So I, I think when people don't listen and they just listen off of emotion just to respond off of pure emotion and not trying to like technically uh, hear what you're saying, then it's always going to provoke or spark some type of uh, argument or some type of negative behavior. In them. When you can just sit back and really dissect what somebody's saying to you, because we're all about character building. If you're not trying to build up to be something much better than what you were before, then what is your potential going to be in the near future if you're still in the same uh, in the same flaw like characteristics that you, you still have the same flaw like characteristics and, uh, when you're trying to progress in life? True. You're not going to progress far. You're not. This is not even possible. It's not even possible. It's only a small percentage of people that can do that. <laughs> but with you. Or, or, or with people as a general populace, you, you really have to work on yourself. And when someone is trying to give you great advice or give you a great jewel to actually take with you, it is not to take offense to. It's to actually put towards your, your package of beautiful behaviors that can evolve into something much better than what it is today. I don't understand why that's so hard to do. The people are fragile. Like, mm-hmm. like you just said. Taking accountability is one of one's action is difficult for a lot of people. So like you said, instead of instead of people taking good advice and working on it and implementing and, and changing, they take it as an insult. It I think we said it on a pack our podcast before. It is so hard to one admit that there's a problem and then two come right behind that and actually make a change is difficult because you got to admit, okay, I'm not strong in this particular area. A lot of people don't want to do that, but it's necessary. It's necessary. Dare I say as fragile as our society is today, it is necessary. I think some. I think a lot of us. Well, I think everybody has uh, um, has something that they're fragile about, if you will. And if like and like we keep saying in circles, you know, not that it's negative, of course. Uh, that if you're not willing to strengthen, uh, strengthen those 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 characteristics that are fragile to you, then you're going to constantly be at a head spin when it comes to trying to deal with other people. So, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. Definitely agree with everything you're saying. I think it's just, I think me personally, I find it frustrating because we, when, when you have fragile people and when you have people that are just uh, heartless, that sometimes collides. And then 
you have a situation like this where someone commits suicide. So, just saying. Rest in peace to Dr. Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got on this topic, Chad. That's all I got. <laughs> Y'all got anything else? Oh, I was uh I just wanted to I just wanted you to weigh in on this. This 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 guy, man. He he rubs he would be saying some solid stuff, but then sometimes, you know, he says some off the wall stuff. I guess we can mm-hmm. say that a perfect balance of uh, crazy and sane, right? But uh he goes my top five he said, what do you say? My top rapper list. Eminem could never be in it. And then they said, why is that? He said, because Eminem is white. And no white person, I never give a white person power to uh, dominate in an in a African-American uh, dominated culture. What? Say that again. But I was confused. He said, well, you know, him. he always like to, yeah, he always like to, I guess, do some thought provoking stuff, but like, he, I think he's too deep for his own self. He said, Tomorrow, fool. Yeah, he said, whoa, whoa, whoa. He said, right Eminem, now, you got anything to say about that? He said, Eminem yeah, could never yeah. be, he, he said, yeah. Eminem could never be, he said, one of my top rappers. He said, because he's white, he could never dominate, he said, an African American male uh, dominated culture. Uh, I, I, I need to hear. I need to hear what Black Daniels got to say. <laughs> is that is and is that is that hip hop today, or is that hip hop about twenty years ago? Because in today's rap, I, I think Eminem definitely. Which era are we or, or are we talking about the beginning? Man. I'm like, which who, Eminem man, who you cares? want? Because he's been around for decades. But I'm like, oh, this guy. You know. What, what? Wait, wait a minute! I said he can't be in your list because he's not live. I'm like, is he not? Is he? Is this pen not crazy? I don't know. I think, it, I think it may be a little crazy, but you know, you, you know what? I really want to hear though. Look, <laughs> I want to. I want to hear Black Dance. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna catch Doctor Uma with one of them snow bunnies. I, I want to hear the like. Then what? Then what? Know his say. Thoughts, so I want to know his thoughts first. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me your thoughts, Black Daniels. Oh, who me? <laughs> oh, hold up. Wh- whiskey shark. What you got? Black thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Sip this is pre- this is presented by CJ's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. Alright. <laughs> ah. Y'all might actually be surprised by my opinion on it. Being that, okay, we're going to do some Dr. Umar. 
but I, I don't know who Dr. Umar is. He's the pan. He labels himself the Pan African Prince of Consciousness, King, all that other shit. So basically, he's he's, he's Pan African, super pro black. So of course, in anything in this world has to be black. That's going to reign supreme will be dominant. So of course, when he's talking about top rappers alive. Or period, he's not going to put Eminem in that category because of his ideology and cultural beliefs will, will cloud his judgment as far as talent. If I gotta go, if, if it's me and I'm, I'm going as far as talent, kind of you, 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 uh, you gotta put Eminem in there. And I ain't, I, I ain't the one just throwing white boys up in in, in, the, in the top ten like that. But at the end of hearing this work, you, you kind of got to give it to them. Because there's, there's black rappers now who can hear this influence and know. Like you can, you can see the title of the creator or Childish Gambino or even Kid Cudi. Like you can see it in those rappers or all of them in the high future. Like, Man, him, him became part of black culture through our music. Mm-hmm. Whether we want to accept it or not, he's influenced black musicians that we love. The Migos. The Migos. Like, just Eminem just he has that influence. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Do you think Eminem will disrupt the white power struggle in hip hop? I mean, black power struggle in hip hop structure, excuse me. You said, do I think he will disrupt it? Disrupt the, the black power structure in hip hop. I'm trying to figure out what you ask you. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why he would say something like that, but I'm trying to also figure out why Eminem, as a white man, would be a a disruption, if you will. He, or, would, or, he wouldn't. Or why he would think that... Uh, putting him on the top five would be something that would uh, not be as encouraging to 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 the black power structure. Because that's all he talks about. He don't talk about nothing else. He, right. don't talk, he don't talk about nothing else. So he feels like if he puts a white man or a white woman in any type of position of, of hierarchy, that's going to be disruptive. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. So okay, I got do got opinion on this for that. All right, let me let me. I do. If you was to put any other rapper in that top ten in that white white in Eminem spot, you was to put any other white rapper, MC Search, or uh, on the the, the former nigga Snow, Beastie Boys. Uh, Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Beastie Boys though. Exactly. I do. Easy. Any other white rapper. If you was to say, you was to throw him in that slot, I'd be like, man, get the fuck out of here. I ain't putting no white rapper. If he would have said Vanilla life. Ice, I would have threw something, man. Mm-hmm. So, hey, that, no, that, no, that lets you know, Eminem is that one white rapper. That he just... All right, all right. Check it. He already influenced so many, so many other black Paul rappers, Wall. right? Him and Paul, Paul Wall. Paul Wall, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. They they found a way to come to black culture and not just put on black face. 
and Bubba Sparks. Be around for the good, great times, but actually somehow stick in. Paul yeah. Wall more so, more so than Eminem. Eminem still got a white child with a white woman. Paul Wall, the rest of his family line is black. He got, right. a, he got a black woman been with 20 years, got black kids. But yeah. Eminem is just that good. Those two, Eminem and Paul Wall are just that good, and they've managed to respect the culture. I've never, there's never been a time where I felt like Eminem really just blatantly, just purposely in his heart, disrespecting the culture. Same with, and never with Paul Wall, without. Yeah. So, so you can put them two, honestly, I put Paul Wall in the top 10 rappers of all time. Fight. Uh, uh, I say top 20, but I'm just saying <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I, I, well, here, here's my thing. I don't think uh, Dr. I think Dr. Umar is uh, he's intelligent, of course. Um, he'll tell you he got a PhD, psychology, child psychology, two PhDs, two PhDs. Oh, my bad, my bad. Excuse me. Don't want What's just other one for. I don't know. You just, I just know he said he got multiple degrees. You just he got seem like he don't he don't like nothing white, and I'm telling you, we well, gonna he, see well, him with a white snow. Like but most Pan Africanists don't like anything white. <laughs> they don't. I mean, that's to, to my knowledge. From uh, when I was raised, uh, a yeah. lot of Pan Africans didn't like uh, white infrastructures and the white power uh, system at, as a whole, even though you live in it. So it's kind of weird to me to say that. I but, mean, that's cool, but we're talking about Eminem. I know. I know. I know. I'm trying States. to figure out why we can't separate talent from racism. We should. But then racism is also a construct. So let's dig into that and really talk about that. Uh-huh. We're talk about that. Okay. I like that. Take it there. Think about it. racism is a construct. It is. Even if we go to the point, they're saying everybody comes from out of Africa, right? So, and even in school doing science and they show you evolution, depending on what part of the world you're in, your body has to adapt. Your people will adapt over time. So if you're further away from the equator, yes, your skin is eventually going to get lighter because you're not getting as much sun. Your nose might thin it because you don't need to breathe in all that cold air. But if you're in a hotter area, yes, your skin is going to get darker. We all stay dark. We all come from the same place. And there's even been historical proof about like racism. I ain't gonna say racism, but more so class classism has been the actual structure and classism has been long there structured than the concept of racism in history. You yeah. actually brought that up. I feel more about I have more money than you and my military is better than your motherfucking military. Hmm. It, here, here it is. Let's get it. What? Throughout history and time and basically what happened is think about it. I, I speed up. If you go 60 years ago, Italians, um, the Irish, Jews, and I forget what other in Armenians weren't considered white. No, they, they were considered people of color. So how do you just go from being people of color to white all of a sudden? Like, is there like is there an office we go to 
Like, put that in that. Like, is there like paperwork? Like, what's the dues? Like, how how do we start this process so we can further along our lives? Like, how, how does that just happen? It got, shit like that just don't change if it's if it's supposed to be that way. That lets you know it's a construct if it can change. Yeah. If it's adaptable, so racism is something that's definitive. It's not, but. But use it as a small screen for what reason? You have the one percent who control and dominate everything. Does it? That is a real thing. Do you have everybody else? But if everybody else start paying attention, like hold the fuck on, they are controlling too much, doing too much, saying too much. They have too much in the castle. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to band together and be like, "Man, we." We all dealing with the same shit and they ain't dealing with anything. Look at us up. Let's go after them. That's if we're conscious and we wake up and see that shit. But most we don't. So they use dumb shit to divide us like race and sexuality and your your upbringing. Nigga. Race is a construct. Yeah. I I read a book on Johan Frederick Blumenbach which was the one of the pioneers for racism. And uh, he, he dove into how he separated all the races, you know, the, the Asiatic, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the Negroid. And, you know, he went into a whole, went into a whole uh, story about how our skulls are different and how we're actually uh, more, uh, stupid if you will uh if you were darker negroid like and that's how he really separated every culture and every uh people of color i found that to be interesting also if you if you look at uh the italians and all that when they were decided to be classed as white around that time the census was starting to become a big thing and they realized that uh their, their, the census and voting power was was becoming an issue because, the, you know, there was always conflict between the North and the South, as you may know. So uh, the, the, the North wanted more individuals in there in, in, to, to have more voting power instead of uh, trying to claim a Black person to be a whole person. At that time, they decided to take other races that were... Uh, you know, damn near 100% close to their pigment mm-hmm. and just essentially called them white so you can create more voting power. Uh, what else is there? I mean, there's a lot to dive into uh, when you talk about the history of racism. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, I just find it fascinating that Dr. Umar Johnson picked uh, Eminem to to to, to he didn't want to pick Eminem to be one of his top five because he's not black and we're not focused on talent. Now, who asked him that question? I'll never know because you should have known what the fuck that this was going to happen. No, no, I don't fully understand that part. But, you know, interviewers, they love a controversial individual. So, but it is what it is. I mean, I think Eminem is a phenomenal uh, rapper or lyricist, if you will. Um, he's not my top five. 
I shit any of my top ten. But you know, I give them around fifteen, maybe twenty. Mm. There's 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 more talent out there that that people don't pay attention to, like so, Fonte from Little Brother. Say what? Like Fonte from from Little Brother. Yeah 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 yeah. All right, people don't pay attention to that type of talent because they're not mainstream enough. Yeah. You want to know who Fonte? And people don't understand that shit. They don't even. Yeah. Hey, like you know how deep it is. If you listen to early Drake, then listen to Fonte from Little Brother. You would hit, you hit Drake style like that. Oh, shit, Drake probably took his old style. Pretty confident Drake took his shit. Because mm-hmm. Drake studied hip hop. He wasn't part of it. Mm-hmm. He studied. He, he never studied it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. I, you, I don't, I don't need him to tell me that. The <laughs> <laughs> grassy told me everything. Yeah, the, 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 interview, the interviews he had, he explained it all. He explained it all. Like you could tell this, he came from he came from music anyway. And when his father musician, his, yep. his pops, yeah, in his ground, yeah, his his people came from uh, artists, you know, yeah. came from musicians. So it only makes sense to huh? His uncle was a good top player too. It, there it is. There it is. So it it would make sense for him to to like uh, a genre and actually focus on that genre and study it. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. But I can tell you one thing: Eminem was in the trenches. Can we can we fault somebody for a, a, a you know saying um, weighing in on their experiences? Living in certain environments isn't it the same thing that what what black rappers do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he came in, he showed respect, improved on his craft. He just happened to be white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't see the problem. He just happened to be white. <laughs> no argument there. I just I just don't I don't I don't I don't get it. Like he Eminem from Detroit is that the area he's from. Is predominantly black. It makes sense that he's influenced in that area. Yeah. So I don't. I don't really. You can't really tell me that. Now, if you, like I, I said, black give people me, with him. Right. Yeah. Like, have y'all actually record. been in trailer parts before? Like, yes. Have y'all, have y'all lived in trailer parts and been around? No, 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 no. I have. Yeah, I've lived. I've been that one, and I've experienced so no several notice. of them. The, 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 there's no difference between trailer parts and projects. No, it's just not. You, you got more white people. You got more white people in trailer parks. That's it. That's it. That's and it. Hispanics. Good God. But it's it's, it's still same hood shit. White, like I said, race is a construct. We still niggas still take both still getting food stamps. Both still use little bottom phones. Both right. trying to figure out ways to get high or how to hustle. I agree. And then that's when you see you really see race races cross lines with 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 with. Crackheads with junkies with Jays. Have you, you, I've never seen a Jay be racist. No, because they try to get their next fix. Like they work with. <laughs> yeah, they they will work. They will work with any color of person. Team effort. Team effort. You get. <laughs> let let you know again. Race is a construct. <laughs> Y'all knew I was gonna come with one. Y'all knew I was gonna come. You with did. One. You did. <laughs> 
But it is what it is, man. Dr. Umar, I mean, respectfully, suck a dick. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. I think he's a, an intelligent man, but I don't think he should be answering certain questions. Yeah. I really don't think and, so. And what did Kevin Samuels always say? Ma'am, what size do you wear? A 16? You're too heavy. And what happened? I'm telling you, Dr. Umar is going to get caught out here with one of these snow bunnies. Let that man keep Oh, he will. You. I believe it. Let that man keep playing you and the thinking. Now, I see his vision and I see where he going. Don't let that man fool you. No, by Bethany. Did he finally got to while he talking about rappers? What happened? Did he finally open up that school while he talking about rappers? He's still getting it together. He's still getting it together. You know, FDMG, FDMG, Frederick Douglass. Yeah, Garvey School. You know what I find funny about that? Uh, he worked. He's worked hard to get that school open so for so long. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I find it fucking stupid if anybody really enrolls their kids into it at this point. But he, 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 he tried to deal with black contractors and all this and that. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. But he had to turn around to white contractors because he claimed that the black contractors were either trying to, I can't, don't quote me on this, but swindle him or they took too long getting the work done. So, so what does that tell you? As as much as that man preached about not white, you know, not fucking with white people, doing doing on our own. You have no choice in, in that one instance. <laughs> In your life, whatever you buy at the grocery store, you build something, you bank, you invest, you are going to have to work with white people. And that's just, and that's the it, it, same go with them. As much as they try to go over and do other shit, they got to work with black people. I agree. Because at the end, you got capitalist and capitalist society. At the end of the day, True. This person, I don't care about what color you are. If I know your love of money or your appreciation for a lesser if your appreciation for money is that strong, you'll move. You don't give a fuck that I'm black. I don't give a fuck that you you Hispanic or you Asian whatever. It's like, nah, let's get this money. Let's keep getting this money. We can trust each other enough to get this money. Like, our race don't matter at this point. Like if I'm getting, if I'm getting money, with, with, with I be from up the street, I'm gonna keep fucking with a B. Being a B is gonna be the best boy. <laughs> I'm gonna start showing up the the, the, the Pakistani weddings and shit. Yeah. <laughs> we getting money out of her, baby. You stupid, man. Bro, if I'm making money with you, I, I, I adopt the culture. Watch, watch when this podcast starts making money for real, for real. We're going to get to Philly, and then I'm just going to turn to a Philly nigga. Or a big op. Just like, old oh, nut-ass nigga. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Last, last podcast, the man was talking about being an official Atlanta nigga. Now you talking about Philly. Which one is it? He don't know. Right now, I'm just talking. 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a old Hollywood nigga right now. Now you, now you finna be a Drake. You finna be a Atlanta Philly nigga. Atlanta Philly. Pick a third one. <laughs> oh, Atlanta Philly Hollywood. Atlanta Philly Wood. Yeah, I'm old Hollywood right now, baby. Well, there ain't nothing wrong with it, man. I mean, everybody has an opinion. It is what it is. Yeah. If you value a motherfucker's opinion, whoop, you do that's for you. Yeah. If I like some shit, I don't really, I don't really give a fuck about somebody else's opinion. If I like it, like, I fuck with it. I like it. Like I don't care if you don't. I'm not yeah. gonna not listen to it because of you don't listen to it. Like fuck out of here. Hmm. Just be the vibe, man. It all depends, <laughs> man. Eminem has some bops, man. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I, I felt a couple of his stuff. Yeah, I yeah. said, "I'm sorry, mama." All right, hold on. Never meant to hurt you. Yeah. I told you going to that depression. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even. I, I, I don't even know what he was going through. I don't even know why I liked the song, but it was. Yeah, it was going through a lot, baby. Actually, like this new shit now. Nigga, this his mama, like sir. I like new new shit. Kamikaze joint. You know what I'm saying? Some joints, the new joints he got going. Yeah, I like this new shit. Yeah, I, I like his newer shit versus his older shit because his older shit he was just. I mean, he was having a he good time. Going through something. But he was definitely depressed at the same time. He was oh, going through something. I was like, damn, Marshall Madness. But ain't that, ain't, that, ain't that what hip-hop is about? Well, it's about it's, evolution. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean it, nowadays it's more about what you got and how many bitches you fucking. It's about how emo you are, to, too. Uh, and doing th- sure. Have you ever been swallowed? But back then it was about. <laughs> <your> struggles. <laughs> swallowed. Back then it was more about your struggles and what you was going through, what your day looked like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been swallowed? <laughs> no. Now, and that's that's what I'm saying. But you just you hit on something. You got your, your ex tensus state. I don't know how you say his name, but you got a whole like you got a whole genre of literally. <laughs> what you call that name? <laughs> you got a whole genre of emo Ex-tension. rap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't give. Ex extension. Yeah, you got Mac. Your Mac Miller's R.I.P. Like you have a whole genre of, of even Kid Cudi. Who's emo? Even more Kanye West, who was more on the emo side too. He still Eminem, is. Eminem, talking about he crazy. Eminem ushered that shit in. He ushered to be able to make it acceptable for mm-hmm. a rapper to come in and just be themselves, express themselves. At least the rappers I actually appreciate more, not the 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 the, the, the Kodak Black, little YM. Young boy niggas, I don't know, I don't know my name. Like, little baby, I'm like an old nigga. Don't know the shit. Young boy, <laughs> you sound like an old nigga that don't know shit. You say, I don't know nothing about young ass nigga right here, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I am B. Bro, I ain't got nothing else to say about this shit. Can we stop talking about it? It's cool. This nigga crazy. I Eminem cool. He my top twenty. Yeah, top five. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Rap, hip hop ain't how it used to be. And if you want, if you want that uh, type of genre, like how you had real artists actually uh, being lyricists and whatnot, 
then you got to start listening to mainstream niggas. Really yeah. going to have to go underground with that yeah. shit. Like, I just personally believe that. No, uh, you're not lying. You're not lying. I know you're not lying because that's a, a lot of the music I listen to. There's a lot of underground shit that not all of it's hip hop, but nah. it's like hip hop. It's other shit and it's good ass music that it, it, it sells in this genre, but it's not mainstream. Then right. I want some real good hip hop shit. Like he said, some really good hip hop. You gotta go underground with it, man. Just get turn your Spotify. And just tell it. Just tell you find the artist. Right. It's, yeah, I promise you. You're right. Like if you really want to hear that kind of hip hop, it's out there. You just gotta search for it. They got, yeah, if you really want artistry, there it's gonna be there. You just really do have to look for that. It's not even looking for it. It's easy. You, you know, just you know, download your little app. And start researching. It's not that deep. Uh, Apple do half of it for you. Start listening to one particular artist. It'll give you people that are, that are such like this. I'll give you some suggestions. Artist, you know? Yep. But be open-minded. Be open-minded. Explore. Yes. It's, not all, it's not all about listening to one genre or or when you're reading books. It's not all about sticking to, to one genre when it comes to books. You know what I'm saying? Be able to yeah. explore and a, a, expand. Well, what I think is that when people have a biased mind already, they're not going to give you their truest answer. Like They're not going to tell you that the man is a talented. They're just going to tell you that, okay, well, in his situation, he's not black, so therefore I don't rock with it. But I'm pretty confident he's heard a few songs from him. And I'm pretty confident he was like, oh, okay, okay. He was nodding his head to it. But since I feel this way and, I, and I'm 100% Full, fully in to my beliefs and my culture and in my standpoint, I'm going to have to uh, relinquish this 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 thought that to say that Eminem is good. part of my top five and it's good. It's not it's not in his power to do so. He's already made this image about him right. where he don't really he don't fuck with white people like that. And the only time he does fuck with white people is when he's doing business negotiations. Clearly, but. <laughs> If anything besides that, as far as relationships, as far as building uh, a community around just black people, he's going to be 100 percent biased uh, uh, or against everything that is not black. That's just what it is. And, and I, I can respect that he does that. I don't agree with it. <laughs> I don't agree with every little thing. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Like, it's, it's just an honest question. You. you is Eminem a good artist? Yes, we can all say that. Is he is he uh, a great lyricist? Yes, we can all say that. Is he white? Definitely yes. We can say <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> is he part of your top five? Mm. No. Why no. is he not part of your top five? Because you like more black people. Just say that. Uh, Just what's say up? that. What's, what's, Just say that. that Absolutely thing? right. Yeah. Like there's there's way more people. I personally believe that is ahead of Eminem. Now, if you would have asked me in my younger years, I'd have been like, yeah, he's part of my top five. But he's, I mean, that's just not what it is anymore. You can't, you can't state an opinion off of, you can't give someone a, a question, then state their, and they're going to state their opinion knowing that you already know the answer. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get why you need to say it. So that's what, that's why I have a problem with uh, some interviewers that already know that, that, 
what you're trying to get out of a person is the obvious response that you're going to get out of that person. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would I listen to something that I know is already the obvious? It is ridiculous. That's all I got with that bullshit. Confusing reactions, but you know. What people reacting to that? That's stupid. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That just made me mad. Yo, y'all look wild. All right, yo. This has been another episode of In My Hellings. We are Black Kings. Listen, stop being fucking bullies, you fucking assholes. Goes out to all you ass for all you don't for all you out there that don't know how to conduct yourself in a professional setting. This goes out to you. Yo, tap in four underscore black kings on IG. We on Spotify, Google, uh, Apple, you name it. We on that. Peace. We out. Peace. Peace.